Moon Podcast Escalation! My name is Jordan D. White. My name is Chris Sims, and this is Sailor Business, it's the podcast where we sit down each and every week and watch an episode of the classic 1992 Sailor Moon anime and talk about just why it is that we love it so much. And what what can we say about today's? Oh, boy. It is an episode. It's 25 minutes long. Is it is it the uh, last episode that's not translated into English, not counting the combination of the last two episodes of the season? I think so. I think it's the last episode that they didn't do in the original run. Yeah, because everything else from here until the end of the until the end of season one, because we are very close to the end of Sailor Moon. We're going to be starting on Sailor Moon R in in, what about a month and a half? Are we going to have to change the name to Sailor Business R? (laughs) You guys need to do that. (laughs) Uh, We're going to be watching episode forty-two, Sailor Venus's past, Minako's tragic love, and you just heard the voice of our guest this week. Shannon Maynor is here. Shannon, welcome back to the show. Hello, thank you. Now, if people listen to last week's episode, they're already familiar with you and your history with Sailor Moon. You are an, uh, a character designer on Archer, which is a show that I am a, a big fan of. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great show. It's a great show. Cool. <laughs> I'm going to start saying that instead of thank you. Cool. Oh, yeah, I guess thank you. <laughs> cool. No, it is cool. I, I do such a tiny part on it. I don't know if I'm supposed to say thank you when people like it. I was like, oh, it's probably Adam Reed's fault, not my fault. Well, look, you can you can pass it on to everyone. Like, I trust you if you say thank you for them. <laughs> well, there's probably going to be a lot of people at Floyd listening to these episodes, so I won't have to. Oh. <laughs> okay, well, hey, everybody. Real big fan. L- love the stuff you do. I'm not too far from Atlanta if y'all want to hang out. That's, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. But Shannon, uh, we talked about your, your favorite scout is Makoto. Mm-hmm. So last episode was kind of a Makoto spotlight. She was in it a bunch. Yeah, kind of. She was in it a bunch. With her unrequited love. She was like standing to the left of the spotlight looking in on it. So this episode, though, when uh, we were first talking about you coming on the show, we we met at Heroes Con a couple weeks ago, and then I was like, oh, you should come on the show. And you emailed me, and you were like, hey, I don't know if you're serious. <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 I'm totally serious. I just don't know what guests we're going to have over the next couple weeks. So unless you want um, unless you want to come on and talk about, oh, I don't know, Minako's tragic love, then it might be a little while. And you were like, well, I want to come on and talk about that episode. <laughs> I I actually love this episode. Wow. Really? I think it's really cute. I don't know. I just like it. It's nothing special, but like, I actually, when I was a kid, I didn't like Minako. And then I grew up and like, when I got to see more versions of Sailor Moon, like the manga and the musicals and stuff, I realized that I did really like Minako. I just had issues with how this anime portrayed her. So whenever I get a spotlight to Minako, it, just kind of makes me happy that they're finally giving her spotlights because it took her a while to like kind of matter. Oh, we've I've talked about that agreed. before, where it's 
where the anime seems like they're not quite sure what to do with her because she and Usagi are so similar as characters because yeah. of Codename Sailor V. When I scroll through my my notes, uh, my my t- my tweets uh, that I did when I was when I would tweet Sailor Moon every morning, uh, when I was watching through it five years ago, so often I'm just going when I mention Sailor Venus, I'm just going, yeah, she still doesn't have a personality. <laughs> they still haven't done anything with her. They still haven't made me give a crap about her at all. Now, I, I guess we'll talk about this in a little bit, but we've kind of talked about how this is their first attempt at kind of distinguishing uh, Sailor V and and uh, Minako from Usagi. And it, it plays with the idea that, yeah, you know, she's been a superhero for longer. She's had these world traveling adventures that kind of explain why she wasn't there for the first 30 episodes of this show. But they go in a weird direction with it. So I am very interested to hear about what you have to say about this episode. But before that, yes. Yeah. Usually Uh, we do a little bit of a little bit of question answering. We, and not only do we have question answering, we have two things. Uh, First of all, we have question answering. And also a couple weeks ago, we asked people to send in origins of Sailor Moon, the eight word origins. And we've got some more of those we can, we can look at the, the the all-star Sailor Moon origins. So first question because listen, it only takes me about one second mm. to get through it. When we, it's just like, just a quick, real quick, one second of your time for mm. me to get through it when we do it here on the show. So I wanted to see if anybody else could uh, could maybe get through it. A Here's quick. kind of a philosophical question from Paul Siebert. Is a pork bun a sandwich? Oh, my God. Okay. For those of you who don't know, I do another podcast called War Rocket Ajax with uh, my co-host, Matt Wilson, and we were asked if a hot dog was a sandwich, and we argued about it for 45 minutes. And what, was the, uh, what was the answer? Into, what, what? I say a hot dog is not a sandwich. Okay. I say a hot dog is a distinct food. Like, I say, like, you can trace it, like, like if foods are organized on a tree, they stem from the same branch, but a hot dog is not a sense so they, it's a distinct food they have a shared ancestor <laughs> yes exactly okay if a hot dog's a sandwich then a taco is a sandwich and i think that's that's just racism and a hamburger imperialism. hamburger we'll see that see hamburgers matt this this goes back several years <laughs> to when we were asked what the best kind of sandwich was and matt said cheeseburgers and i was like that's a distinct unit of food like because that's a whole other category like i think but i think hamburger is a subcategory of sandwich more than hot dog could be yeah okay anyway pork bun no it's not a sandwich no yeah it's not it's a bun it's a it's it's encased yeah it's encased because because if a if a pork bun is a sandwich, then a pot pie is a sandwich, and that's ridiculous. <laughs> well, no, because you don't pick up a pot pie at all. You pick up a pork bun. You could pick up a pot pie. Yeah, but then you're a savage. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon, thoughts? Pork bun sandwich? It's not a sandwich. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. Unbelievable. Got some, got this, some... this is going to haunt me for the rest of my days. <laughs> did we did we read any of these origins? before or no uh i think we talked about a couple of them okay because i'm trying to remember which ones we've done lost kingdom awakened princess, i mean I, it might Eternal not have been friends. while we were recording but i know that you and i talked about them we have one lost kingdom awakened princess eternal friends trash pile sailor moon <laughs> <laughs> that 
that's that's gonna be hard to beat. Galactic Guardians, Destined Lovers, Now Reborn, Protect Earth, All-Star Sailor Business. Yeah, very straightforward. Past life, strong friendships, fighting evil, true love. Aww. Aww. Shoujo anime, male friends, comp- comp- oh, you, you did this one. I, you remember. Shoujo anime, male friends, compensatory guests, business plans, sailor business. You, you definitely. Yeah, that's that's that all star sailor business. That's an origin for us. I, I like the idea, I like compensatory guests because that is true. Moon Kingdom, reincarnation, toast in mouth, cat pooping, transformation pens. <laughs> that one kind of goes off the rails there at the end. <laughs> Just a little. What else we got? Doomed, doomed moon, desperate queen, reborn princess, warped couple. <laughs> Warped couple. <laughs> poor love story. Uh, let's see. Ancient... It is a poor love story. Aww. Good, good. Take that. Good way. Ancient evils, reborn princess, normal girls, destiny intervenes. Oh, and then here's Couch Chaos, which we discussed last episode. So, uh, yeah. Everybody go read Couch Chaos. By David that F. Pendris. That is the, the fan fiction, which also, uh, he did a title screen for yes. it. Which is delightful. <laughs> well, let me open this up real quick. Did it have a, a Sailor Moon says at the end? That's all it's missing. I, yeah. If only it had a Sailor Moon uh, says. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Jedi scowled and looked around, surrounded by his enemies. Okay, get this. He began. Humans enjoy furniture a great deal. He hissed. The entire room started cackling. What? Seriously? Neflite said and continued to laugh. Oh my, you are a nigga dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then it cuts to Rika Kelton, Lisa Brownridge, and Molly Baker hanging around. Yeah, and, uh, and, <laughs> hey, Serena, guess what? There's a great deal on furniture down at the new store. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's good. It's really uh, funny. It's th- really funny. That's. Yeah, it's really good. That and uh, farewell, Tuxedo Mask said, and promptly left. That's another just a a plus, uh, a plus similar business fan fiction writing. Here's one you're gonna have to help me out on. What is the dumber, somehow successful plan? The Moon Princess contest or Luther Trap to capture Superboy? I don't know off the top of my head. Luther's trap to capture Superboy. All right, let's look it up. Luther Trap to capture Superboy. Oh wow. I I apparently wrote about this. Uh, oh yeah, you did. There, a uh, first link is right to your blog. That's pretty funny. Let's see. <laughs> this is funny that you wrote about it and didn't know what he was talking about. <laughs> Listen, I've. It's been ten years that I've been writing about weird old comics. Oh, here we go. I found the part in the in the article. Lex Luthor devises a sinister master plan. This is me reading your writing, so that's ridiculous, but okay. Lex Luthor devises a sinister master plan, TM, to turn the situation to his advantage by building a giant jungle gym out of kryptonite, the regular green kind, and then putting a huge sign on it that says, in bold lettering, Luthor trap to capture Superboy, enter here, please. (laughs) Uh, wow. So (laughs) So stupid that even the narrator of the story turns against him. Because the narrator says, curiously, well, let's face it, stupidly, the Boy of Steel enters the trap. That is the narrator of the old comic says that. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> that's that's pretty dumb. I'm going to say that still the Moon Princess contest. Wow. Uh, we got a picture of Luna as a tennis ball. Love it. Uh, here's another All-Star Sailor Moon origin story. This one has art. The person actually drew all the art for it. Uh, doomed kingdom and it's got you know the moon kingdom under attack desperate monarch 
uh, Queen Serenity summoning the scout forms in little balls. Princess Reborn, the baby with the, her parents. And then Hero Awoken with Luna tossing her the moonstick. Or is that the transformation pen? It's hard to say. Pretty great. Pretty great. That was by Colt Hoskins. Oh, Thank you. <laughs> um, then I also, uh, I was given, I haven't eaten them yet. I was given by C.B. Sabolsky uh, a package of uh, Sailor Moon gummies. Uh, and his, he went to Japan recently, and so he came back and uh, brought me some Sailor Moon gummies. They were, they're called Moon Crystal Gummy. <laughs> uh, it's got Sailor Moon on it. It says a lot of stuff in Japanese that I can't read. It appears to be like mango and cream. That's what the pictures look like they are on the cover. Uh, and somebody wrote in about that and wrote, what would Yusagi yell if those were part of an attack? And they suggested moon gummy overindulgence, which sounds pretty reasonable. <laughs> Just shoving handfuls of gummies. <laughs> and it looks Good like lights. that's it for all the questions. Uh, we got oh, when, one more. Um, here we go. Ancient kingdom, destined lovers, toast mouth, cat butt. <laughs> cat butt works on a lot of levels. It's kind of a recurring theme in the show. It's, well, the question would be, what do you show for that? Because it does work on so many levels. I think you just show Luna in mid-backflip because you wanted to be tasteful. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair enough. And that does it for our, our reader and audience questions. We don't have readers. Audience questions. <laughs> Listener questions. Please send us more because that actually is, I think, all the way through them. A lot of times we stop early. But send us lots and lots of questions so we can answer them. Yes, please do. Uh, we enjoy getting questions. And again, we also enjoy getting uh, Sailor Moon fan art, like the like the art that uh, Shannon sent us of the <laughs> Sailor Scouts as the Spice Girls. Mm-hmm. I actually showed that Mamaro I drew to my boss, and now apparently he wants to draw more of it. Ooh! So exciting. we may end up getting more Archer Sailor Moon crossovers. Yes, <laughs> yes. Please. Um, Who I'm else pretending that I, um, Well, I already have a drawing of Mallory as Queen Beryl started, nice. which is pretty great. That's perfect. Pretty great. I've got the line work. I'll post it. Hold on. Okay. I'm trying to think, like, is there anyone who's a Sailor Moon on on Marcher? And I don't know that there actually is a Sailor Moon character. I think we were just going to default make Lana Sailor Moon. Yeah, that works. Lana's a Luna, is what Lana is. She's very frustrated with everyone else. Oh, not just the name Yeah, I could see her being a Luna. (laughs) Like, Like, if we can't have... If we can't have British Luna... Now I uh, I kind of want Aisha Tyler as Luna. <laughs> <laughs> yup. <laughs> that would be so great. Uh, pretty awesome. It's always fun when someone quotes the thing you work on back to you. Right? That's always yeah. super cool. Tr- trust me, we're very used to it. I think we all are still guilty of doing phrasing. And like everyone will always like give us that look. We're just like, look, we're going to do it. <laughs> all right so with that all in place what do you say we go ahead and talk about this episode all right all right now can i have like can i have like just, just five seconds i think i think uh i can like give you five seconds. two two seconds can you give me two seconds two seconds is not going to be enough you're not going to be able to do it in two seconds can you give me, like, it's all it's going to take i promise you it's t- just one second all right one second you ready one second of your time it's set our heroine is Yusagi Tsukino. <laughs> she is also known as Sailor Moon, the pretty guardian who fights for love and justice. She has uh, four partners who make up the inner senshi, or Sailor Scouts. There's a Sailor Mercury, who is Ami Mizuno, the kind-hearted girl genius. There's Sailor Mars, who's Reihino, 
the hot-headed psychic. There's Sailor Jupiter, who is Makoto Kino, the sincerity of wood. Yeah, y'all forgot about that one, didn't you? You forgot about the sincerity of wood. <laughs> and there's uh, Minako Aino, a.k.a. Sailor Venus, a.k.a. Sailor V, who will be the star of this episode. She has been a superhero longer than anyone else, but she joined the team last. Uh, there's the Dark Kingdom. They, what do they want? <laughs> Jordan, what do they want at this point? Silver Crystal? Uh, is that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They want to find out who the Moon Princess is. They're doing a bunch of dumb shit. But they also want the Silver Crystal so they can find out who the Moon Princess is so they can get the Silver Crystal. It's complicated. They still need energy for their great ruler. That came back last episode. It's another thing that we thought wasn't going to come back. And that does it. That brings you up to speed. Oh, and... uh, Tuxedo Mask is evil. Stop. One second. Right. One second. Just one second. I told you. Well done. You did it that time. I'm surprised. Yes. Just one second. I told you. It's very efficient. Uh... We are very efficient at talking about sailor moon here now i am seeing mallory barrel and it is crazy <laughs> it is it's awesome pretty great <laughs> it is the best it's pretty fantastic <laughs> yeah so more of those may or may not be a happening <laughs> <laughs> love it all right all right so let's get to this actual episode it is a weird one it is a weird one and i love the little teaser uh at the start of it where usagi kind of explains uh, what's going to happen, you know, because you, you want to know what's going to happen on the episode before you watch it, right? Sure. Usagi's opening line is, Miniko's boyfriend is a handsome London-born chap. <laughs> <laughs> they're not recycling any cans this time. Nope. They're, they're just recycling love. <laughs> what? They're also not giving anyone any British accents. That's very true as well. <laughs> uh, uh, and, well, there's no, uh, no British accents. They must have in the dub, no? Nope, not in the new one. They yeah. didn't do an old dub for this one. That's ridiculous. They didn't give the British people British accents. Listen, because they're all speaking Japanese. But they should speak they Japanese give, with a British accent. If they didn't give Luna a British accent... Luna is not explicitly that? from Britain. <laughs> She's from the moon. <laughs> <laughs> I love Luna's British accent, but I can understand that you could say, well, there's no reason to do that. These people are from Britain. Listen, listen, Jordan, you work on you work on the Star Wars books, right? Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. So you know that if you're from space, you basically affect a British accent at all times. Only some people from space do that. Star yeah. systems will slip through your fingers. Only if you're a bad guy. She No, Princess Leia was making fun of them. She was putting on an accent was she? to make fun was of them. She? That's that's a no prize answer is what that is. Okay. Hey, guess what, guys? Much like many episodes of this of this show, it starts with them in the arcade playing a video game. Wait, what? They're not playing a video game? They've broken into the arcade in the after hours and are using a video game as a computer for no reason? Brilliant. <laughs> Look, they're specifically using the uh, the game that is actually a supercomputer that Artemis lives inside. Except that Artemis what? actually lives at uh, Minako's house. Right. And it doesn't, lives inside the machine. It doesn't make any sense. Why would you have hide your supercomputer in an arcade that you don't actually have access to? They've they've somehow gotten into it in the middle of the night, but none of them works there. They just have a friend who works there. And he would probably be like, hey, I left my coat there. Let me just... What are you girls doing here? The, you're under arrest. What? What is going on? Okay. Okay, okay, 
first of all, Motoki is not going to arrest them. He's very Citizen's arrest. He'd probably be like, oh, Usagi, what are you doing here? I guess you love that video game. All right, see you later. <laughs> and she'd be like, he's in love with me. <laughs> and he'd be like walking away going, what a weird kid. What a child. I like her as a small young sister. There you go. He'd be like, somebody has to teach her the lesson that you can't do whatever you want. I'm sorry, Usagi. I'm going to have to call the police this time. <laughs> so, yeah, everybody's just chilling out in the arcade. Usagi, I, I love Usagi walking in. Again, these two episodes, if they're the first ones you've seen, you're not going to like Usagi. <laughs> She's like snarf level useless. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're, you know what? They're actually, maybe they're doing a good job. They're building up for next episode. Everybody's like gathered around this computer researching and like in Moxisagi going, I'm tired. Because. And then, and, and Luna informs us that they have been investigating dumpling shops. Yeah. Which I was like, what, what led them to this? <laughs> Were they like Dark Kingdoms got to get food from somewhere let's check dumpling chops what like wh why well, well, i'll tell you what happened i'll tell you what happened is luna was like come on let's go check some nearby businesses and you was like right we're gonna check out the dumpling shops because i want to eat dumplings i want to put <laughs> dumplings in and around my face i'll buy that part because again in a moment and luna was like see... oh my god fine we will investigate the dumpling shop in a we're moment do it anyway venus will come in and tell us that she has been investigating all the bathhouses but that means what actually happened yes. was <laughs> What actually happened was the Sailor Scouts were probably having a meeting and going, let's just check everywhere for them. And they went, let's do, yeah, and we'll divide up. Should we divide up in some logical way? Like you take this street and I'll take that street? No, no, no. Let's, let's all become specialists in each business. I'll check all the dumpling shops. I'll check all the bathhouses. I'll check the clock shops. I'll go to the like what? Why would you do that? Um, where, where was Luna? Why wasn't she like, fixing this stuff? They, what they should be doing is going, "Hey, what kind of monsters have we fought?" Okay, clock monster. So we know they're probably not going to still be at the clock store. <laughs> uh, probably not going to be at the the crane game or the <laughs> or the pet store. It seems like they're definitely something different every week. Well. Except that both last week and this week, they end up in an amusement park. Yeah, well, I guess so. They've been in the amusement park a couple <laughs> yeah, times. This is their third. No, this is their fourth trip to the amusement park this episode. That is true. <laughs> and it's a different one every time, I think. But whatever. Uh, so, yeah. So, yes. She's checked all the, the, the dumpling shops. None of them had an entryway to the Dark Kingdom. <laughs> shockingly. Uh, Which is great. Which is amazing. <laughs> Uh, I also like that she talks about eating three plates of dumplings and two desserts. And then she does this thing where she is just whipping her head around and crying because she's still hungry. Again, they're like, look, I love Yusagi. She's great. She's your favorite, Jordan. Mm -hmm. Yes. Shannon, I assume you also hold her in fond regard. I do. She's awful. No. She is just swinging around her hair and crying because she only got to eat three plates of dumplings. Well, she should have been superheroing. Don't now, you want three said, plates of dumplings? I mean, yes, I want three plates of dumplings, oh. but I do not have to fight the Dark Kingdom. It is not my destiny. <laughs> and so I am not, I am not a moon princess. Minako actually I love the uh, I, I just want to say I do love the animation of the sequence where she is like 
yes. crying and whipping her head around. It looks so good. It's really fun. She whips her hair back and forth. Minako walks in and literally says, we checked every bathhouse in Tokyo. <laughs> what? <laughs> and she has her bucket of like shampoo. Yes. So. She <laughs> bathed in every bathhouse in Tokyo today. Great. That's that's weird. Let's see. Let's. Hey, Dr. Google. How <laughs> many bathhouses are there in Tokyo? Uh, well, there's at least 10 because uh, the first result for that is a top 10. <laughs> so there's way more than 10, I'm sure. Yes, probably. <sighs> uh, I feel like she probably just went to one, had a bath. And then said, I'm just going to say I checked all of them because <laughs> Artemis isn't going to say shit against me because I'll just put them in a basket. Yeah. Secret laziness. That's how you get away with it, Usagi. And so Amy says, I see. Thanks for all your hard work. <laughs> so they check out some solar flares. <laughs> what is happening in this episode? And, uh, yeah, the solar flares. So, again, what is this computer? Who controls this computer? Not anyone present. Because the computer just all of a sudden starts showing them solar flares. And and they're all like, what? And Luna says, the, that's the same kind of solar flares that happened right before the Moon Kingdom was destroyed. What does that mean? What? <laughs> what? I mean, I'm guessing when the sun turns black, it's it's not good. Sure. <laughs> it's... It probably, like, it is a portent of doom, I guess. <laughs> Because Queen Metallia, it turns out, cut to the Dark Kingdom, and you find out that Queen Metallia is awakening. And when she awakens, they need to So have is the Queen Metallia trapped in the sun? Because uh, they're looking at the same footage of the sun. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, hi, Molly. How did you get here? <laughs> Queen Metallia. I don't know. I really don't know. So, so... Uh, up, up comes uh, uh, Malachite, uh, uh, Kunzite, and says, well, we're totally going to get the Silver Crystal, so it's not a problem. She goes, why? Why? Right, I, I put up a bunch of billboards that said Sailor Moon. <laughs> and so we'll just check out whoever goes in those buildings. No, he goes, I, I know I found someone. How? I don't want to talk about it. I found someone who knows. Uh, listen, I read Codename Sailor V. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> and I found out some very interesting information. I found. Is she even in the manga? No. No, I don't think so. Okay. I found someone who knows Sailor V's human identity. Sailor V? Is that relevant? Probably. <laughs> She's a sailor. She used to think <laughs> Sailor V was like a little sister to her, this girl. She's an Interpol agent. Oh. Well, that sounds like a great plan, because Sailor V is a sailor, and that means she must be connected to the Sailor Guardians. Now, yeah, listen. The line in the subtitles is, Queen Barrel goes, Sailor V is definitely connected with the Sailor Guardians. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. I mean, again, like, they're right, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, surely Zoocyte told them... Yeah, and no. then Sailor no. V took off her mask, and she's Sailor Venus now. No. Wait, wasn't... Malachite was there. Kunzite was there for that. <laughs> but they... Definitely some kind of connection. <laughs> but they don't seem to know that they're the same person. Um, no, I don't think Queen Metallia... I think Queen Metallia is trapped in that big orange thing that's right in front of them. Uh, the big, like, orange blobby thing that has something mysterious inside of it. I think she's in there. Yes. But I think the solar flare is like a 
symptom of her waking up. They're like, it's going to happen. Uh, oh, and so Queen Metallia talks to them and goes, <laughs> nice job with Endymion. His energy is on the same wavelength as mine. Good. He is worthy to pass on my energy. So is that mean she's going to possess his body? Is that what's happening? Yeah, she is. <laughs> A lot of that going around. Ugh. Ugh. Shannon, Endymion mm-hmm. and Queen Beryl. What do you what do you think? What's what's your verdict on that? <sighs> <laughs> Heavy sigh counts. Heavy sigh counts as a verdict. I feel like she's probably taking advantage of that situation, but I I just try to ignore it and then just see what happens. <laughs> I try to not think too much about it because gross, gross, gross. P- poor memoir. Hey, she's not that ugly. <laughs> I love Queen Barrel. No, I, I, I think it's gross that she would be taking advantage of a yeah. brainwashed person. Uh, I love no. Queen Barrel. Awesome design. She is very hot. Not that but she is yeah, not physically don't, attractive. Don't take advantage of mind war of like mind wiped people. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Good advice. Keep save it for Sailor Business says. Usagi <laughs> <laughs> uh, wakes up from a, dr- a nightmare. It seems as though she's dreaming about what's actually happening, but it's kind of un- unclear. And Luna tells her, hey, dude, chill out. You need to, you know, you don't just worry all the time. You need to make sure you eat and sleep well. <laughs> and Yusagi pulls a, <laughs> pulls buns from nowhere and just starts eating them. It's like, In bed. at least she's I know asleep. I eat well. <laughs> that means the best case scenario for the situation is that she fell asleep while eating buns, while eating pork buns. <laughs> the worst case scenario is that she just sleeps with them all the time. Yeah, she just keeps a, a, a plate of pork buns by her bed in case she wakes up hungry, ever. I mean, look, that's the life I want to lead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so she starts chowing on a pork bun, goes to her open window, Artemis jumps through the window, smashes into her and knocks her to the ground and starts going, oh, there's there's important stuff going on. Artemis and Luna then proceed to have a serious conversation about what's going on and what the trouble is while Yusagi is choking to death. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> and they pay no attention at all to her choking there, to death. There's an alternate universe of Sailor Moon where Yusagi choked on a dumpling in this episode. And then they were like, oh, well, I guess we're fucked. Whereas what happens here is they have a serious conversation. She manages to stop herself from dying and they go, idiot. They call her an idiot. <laughs> Terrible. In the new do- in the new dub, Luna just goes, nice job. And I thought that was really cute. <laughs> it's just so sarcastic. At least Luna's congratulating her for not dying. <laughs> <sighs> so-, so from there we go to... Uh, I guess Minako's apartment, or maybe the hotel where Katerina is staying. Yeah, I think it's where Katerina's staying. I think it's like a hotel where they're where they're drinking something from wine glasses together. <laughs> Mina's glass has a straw in it, so I'm gonna go and I'm gonna say it's probably not alcoholic. <laughs> That's not proof, but usually you don't put a straw in wine, so I'm gonna say. Her sophisticated Interpol friend is drinking wine and gave her, like, orange soda or something. Listen, we all know what happens when these kids drink juice. (laughs) They get that that juice in them. The next thing you know, they're jumping off balconies. 
that is so wait that's gonna happen that, isn't it isn't that what's about to happen <laughs> i actually think it is about what's going wow that is actually what they do every time they drink juice <laughs> so uh, her, her friend goes hey uh so you're one of the sailor scouts right because <laughs> yeah, she knew she was sailor v and right. isn't an idiot <laughs> It's like, hey, there. You know, I noticed that one of those sailor scouts is named Sailor V. No, Nuss. no, Chris, and no. You you assume too much. She does oh, not boy. know. She, I, you know, I quoted the prequels. I'm sorry. She is not. She does not know that she's Sailor it's Venus. My eyes quietly. <laughs> she does not know that she's Sailor Venus. She knows she's a Sailor Scout. She will later be surprised to find out her friend is Sailor Venus. She was like, That's true. "What are you, Jupiter? Maybe Mercury?" <laughs> You're definitely not that one who also is blonde and has long hair and wears a bow and looks exactly like you. Are you? <laughs> and is and is most like like seventy five percent of the same name. Uh, we should say we we have not actually introduced Katarina. She is a uh, British, uh, not that you would know her from hearing her talk, a British uh, police officer working with Interpol, who uh, worked with Minako when she was superheroing in England, which I think is the show's rationale for why she wasn't around when it was just, you know, for, for all the weeks that it was just Usagi and Amy and uh, Ray. In the manga, uh, in Codename Sailor V, she's doing Sailor V stuff. She is also fighting the Dark Kingdom uh, in Tokyo, just in in slightly a slightly different form. She's well, fighting the 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 entertainers of the dark agency well i'll tell you i that was my interpretation originally and that's what i had always heard and thought but watching this episode this time i was a little i got a slightly different interpretation well she definitely spent some time there definitely because yeah it was long enough to become really close friends and fall in love with this guy but she does make it sound like it was just like a mission like she goes oh, i got word there was a monster a single solitary monster that went to England one time, you know? Okay. So you think it was just that she, I think it was like, a side mission. I think she was sailor Venus, sailor V. I mean, here in Japan. And then Artemis was like, Hey, turns out there's a monster in, in England. We better go check, take care of it. And so they go and take care of it. <laughs> that was my Canadian Artemis voice. Your, your Artemis, not as good as your Molly. Sorry. Sorry. I tried. <laughs> I, I heard about a monster in England. <laughs> eh? You're somehow getting further away from Canada. Damn it. Okay. Sorry. I can't do it. <laughs> now, uh, now, Shannon, again, you you watched this episode to prepare for the show, but you also watched it just a couple weeks ago when we were first talking about it. So did you have any any thoughts on how it's supposed to fit into the larger Sailor Moon mythos? Oh, God. Oh, no. It did seem like she was at least over there for a few months, but I don't feel like she, she had to have been Sailor V in Japan for a little while because she has an anime and video games and there's posters of her everywhere. So she had to be established here. And then, yeah, I do kind of agree that I think it was just a mission because it doesn't take her very long to fall in love with someone, <laughs> to be fair. True. Nor does it take any of them very long to become best friends with anyone also so that she, could have been, she could have been over there for three months or a week it's really hard to gauge but i would guess that probably like a few months and then came back 
Minako is Minako goes to kind of walk around and have some introspection. Well, no, you, wait, and, no, you I mean you, you you have to first set up the entire. Well, and I was going to say Minako leaves, and then Kunzite shows up. No, no, no. You, but you're, 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 you 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 forgot to set up the entire drama of the episode, my friend. Oh, right, because I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Which is when they're she's talking to her good good friend. There's a lot of episodes about Sailor Scouts having boyfriends, and none of them matter at all. Oh, so. <laughs> she says to her friend, "So, um, oh, how's Alan?" And she's like, oh, Alan's great. Here's a picture of us in love. Here's a picture of us super happy. <laughs> that is actually what happens. Hey, here's a picture of us making out. <laughs> and Mina's like, oh, yes, that's so great. And also, oh, you're wearing a necklace I gave you. And she's like, yeah, it was sentimental and nice. And yeah, so sure. Then go ahead. Then she goes walking around. Right, so Minako bails, and as soon as the <laughs> bails, Kunzai, yeah, Minako dips, and uh, then Kunzai just shows up, and it was like, was like, well, <laughs> like instantly, like he just teleports in as soon as the door closes, and she's like, yeah, I kind of didn't find out who the Sailor Scouts were yet, and he's like, okay, well now you're gonna be a butterfly monster because that's how we do things. <laughs> we, oh. We, we tried talking for 30 seconds. That did not work. Now you're a butterfly. Uh, <laughs> and so she becomes the monster Papillon. Uh, and Minako gets ambushed while she is down at the harbor, at the, at the marina, looking at her own picture of her and uh, Alan, who just looks like somebody took Mamoru and just, like, squeezed him. <laughs> right? Like, it's not... Well, he's got so a little bit more it, hair, yeah. But it's like the same haircut, and he's like also like this picture of them is again, it's one of those like Kunzite Zoosite pictures where one party is clearly interested and one party is clearly not. Sure. It's <laughs> you don't necessarily know that if he if he really is into her. I feel like this was a case of like he was much older than her, and I think she just had a crush on him, not as much that like she was he was her boyfriend. I think she was just like a 13-year-old with a crush. Well, that's weird because that's not something that would happen on this show. <laughs> yeah, I know. Not at all. No, the, the men like them back on this show. Um. <laughs> yeah, she gets attacked by Papillon. And Papillon says something very interesting. Yes. Which is, you died once. You should have stayed dead. Which immediately makes the entire audience go, what? To be explained later. So there you go. Well, I mean... I when the, the first time I, I saw or not the first time, but when I went back and rewatched it, I assumed that she like, I guess this monster knows about the moon kingdom. Oh, yeah. Good call. No. And that they, you know, all the princesses from the moon kingdom technically died so that they could be reborn later. That That is technically true. Here's what I was saying, because she transforms into Sailor Venus to, to fight this monster. And the monster's next line is, what? Minako is Sailor Venus? <sighs> we also get to see uh, Minako's transformation sequence, which I love, mm -hmm. uh, and I love it mostly because when she transforms, you know, she puts the pen up in the air, and then she just kind of puts her hand on her hip, like she's she's over it. <laughs> like, look at her posture. She's like, "Yep, this is my transformation sequence." <laughs> it's like it's like she's waiting for a train. The the thing I think is weird about her transformation is the weird like 
semi close up angular like pan across her body. You know what I'm talking about? Towards the end, where they yeah. like yeah, they like, like treat her body like, like tilted. Yeah, it's like her body is the landscape that you're like flying over. It's weird. It's just weird. <laughs> oh. Her body is the landscape. <laughs> Jordan D. White on uh, poetry um, on Sailor Venus. So she fights the monster. She tries a crescent beam. Guess what? Doesn't work. Uh, yeah, for some reason, nobody's attacks work except you know when you're only five minutes into the episode. I don't understand it. <laughs> oh, but let's talk about this monster as well because it is a butterfly slash moth monster, but the wings are attached to its head. <laughs> And like it, and it's full size wings and its head is like a butterfly body because she has like a human face and then she's wearing like butterfly eyes on top of her head yeah yeah but like, she's wearing like a butterfly themed hoodie right right because that, but that's the thing if you think oh a, a butterfly monster with full-size butterflies wings you think they come off of the back like a butterfly but no they like come off of her head and then like drape down and still basically look like giant wings but they're big ears i don't know <laughs> i really like her design but i do agree the wings coming off her head are really weird but i think she she looks cute she's a cute little butterfly monster yeah i i, I do like the design a lot it's super weird but it's also like i kind of like that it's not like that they were like hey we we all know what a butterfly monster looks like right okay what can we do to make this one weird <laughs> and they did it Minako notices that uh, the monster is wearing Katarina's necklace, which is weird because, like, Joe the Crane Game Trolls monster was not wearing, like, a backwards baseball cap. No. <laughs> no. It's it's weird how much of the human stays with the monster because the, the ice skaters, Misha and uh, Janelin, right? They were just Misha and Janelin with different clothes basically but you know uh Gigi was not wearing priest robes <laughs> like Gigi was also like twice as tall as grandpa so it's 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 a weird it's a weird inconsistency i think is. but i guess but you can write that off on uh, as things in the world of sailor moon that have emotional significance which the necklace does tend to be a little more long lasting i think they they tend to endure things a little better okay that makes sense she bring or yeah yeah it just i mean it or it's a contrivance of the plot yeah. and the show is for babies it doesn't make sense it's <laughs> that is fine also a it works because it has to <laughs> so uprun the two cats and and usagi in the first of two pervy skirt moments in this episode uh they flash us usagi's panties for absolutely no reason whatsoever totally superfluous pervy animators this time there you go have fun uh, <laughs> all right now can we talk about the weirdest thing that happens in the episode? <laughs> sure. What thing is that? Oh, this is the best. No, this is the best. I love this. Okay. I love this whole scene. <laughs> it's great, but don't act like it's also not super weird and stretches the limits of of what we know about this show. Oh, it's completely oh, yeah. I, insane. I have a lot of notes on this scene okay, okay why don't you shannon why don't you take us through it i guess we're talking about the scene where they decide the monster's way too strong so obviously they have to get on a boat because <laughs> that's the only way to escape this monster yes and to drive a boat she has to turn into a sailor not her magical sailor a different kind <laughs> yes 
but it is the cutest outfit in the world. So I'm totally okay with her using her moon pen to turn into a sailor so she can drive the boat. But I will say now I'm curious, do the Sailor Scouts not also gain powers of sailors? No, I guess they don't. Which is so weird because like in the subtitles, like, okay, the Sailor Scouts are referred to as Sailor Moon. Like the English word sailor, because they are wearing outfits that are like sailor style. Like they are wearing sailor inspired outfits based on sailor inspired school uniforms. In in the, the new dub, Luna says, well, turn yourself into a real sailor, <laughs> which I think is hilarious because <laughs> she's weirdly exasperated about it. I, I haven't actually watched it with the with the Japanese audio. But I assume, like, the subtitles just say, then turn yourself into a sailor. Yes. So I assume what she says is is the Japanese word for a person who is who crews a boat. Which yeah. is such a bizarre distinction to make. <laughs> it's so weird. So weird. And also, what does she actually say? What does she say in the dub, Chris, to turn her into uh, this? What she says is moon power turn me into a cute seafaring sailor okay in the subtitles what yes. she says is moon power turn me into a cute seagull sailor that is now what she i don't says. know what's happening i don't know what that meant a seagull sailor i was like what what now let's just uh, let's just talk about this whole concept now for a moment because again <laughs> like you said this is a new development she's disguised yeah. herself as lots of things but I never yes, really got been, the impression okay. she was. She's been a princess. She's been a. What was? What did she say about being a, a super cool rock star or whatever it was? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. The the, the baddest babe. What did she say? It was. Uh, there's got to be a list of what she turned into somewhere. Let's. She see. turned herself into a photographer to sneak onto the cruise ship. That would have been a good time to turn yourself into a sailor. By the <laughs> way. Sailor Moon disguise heads up pen list. Uh, she turns into a stewardess or a flight attendant because flight attendants care about the safety of their passengers. But never before has she displayed any kind of knowledge that comes with the profession. Yeah, no, I never. like the disguise pen. I mean, I she, yeah, she turned pen. into a musician and she didn't just get on stage and jam. Like, she just sat in the audience looking like a musician, which is fine. Oh. She didn't. She, she was appreciating she jazz. Yeah, I guess there you go. So she did have a power. When she turned into a doctor, she didn't treat anyone's wounds effectively you know what i mean like she never does when anything she, when she turned into a fortune teller she didn't actually tell anyone's fortune well that's true because fortune tellers are fake so <laughs> jordan i don't want to get into this with you again <laughs> they are magic moon people <laughs> when she turned into a bride she didn't get married <laughs> she should have automatically had a groom uh no so anyway, yes. Now, all of a sudden, her turning into a sailor implies she can actually sail a boat. My favorite part of this is also that the cats attack the butterfly. That's awesome. Yes, which is something that doesn't happen often. I, but again, I'm still stuck in the idea that Luna would go, hey, turn yourself into a sailor. And that Sailor Moon wouldn't just turn into Sailor Moon and go, now what? <laughs> because the logical course of events is that Luna goes, hey, turn into Sailor Moon, and then hit that monster with your tiara or your moon stick or whatever whatever it is you do these days. Did they say it was too powerful, really? I, I mean, why would this monster be too powerful? That's what I don't understand. Like, why are they running? I don't get it. This, I don't, like, I don't understand anything that happens in this scene. 
this is very contrived. I would have it preferred is, so- if they, you know what? They absolutely should have done it the other way. If, 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 if it was me, if I was uh, editing this episode as an editor, I would, uh, as a comic book editor, I mean, not a video editor, I would say to them, Hey, why don't you try Sailor Moon showing up and being like, Oh my God, it's a monster. This is crazy. Why don't we jump on one of these boats and get out of here? And Luna can go, No, you idiot. Just turn into a sailor. Meaning Sailor Scout. And, and, and then Usagi goes, great idea, Luna. Then I could sell one of these boats. Transform me also, into a sailor. Also, also, these are not her boats. No. So what she should turn into is a pirate. <laughs> oh. Shannon, any, any other thoughts on how bizarre this is? I, I still just want to know if she can properly captain a ship as Sailor Moon. Or does she actually have to turn into this version of a non-magical superhero sailor? There, I just really want to see the Sailor Scouts having the power to be captains of boats. <laughs> Captain Sailor Moon. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think they can. Otherwise, Venus would be helping. I mean, I guess she's too emotional. Um, <laughs> uh, I, also, why would a boat help? It's a butterfly monster. She can fly over water. <laughs> very true yeah what she should do is run into a garden so that butterfly will be distracted by pollinating all the plants <laughs> basically do, right? whoever wrote this episode like forgot that sailor moon isn't cutie honey like they were just like oh let's just go- you know, i i wonder if that's exactly what happened <laughs> that, that it was someone who had been working on cutie honey and was like yeah same thing right disguise ben got it i got it guys and somebody was like, okay, but like, look, it's like 4.30. You need to finish writing or else we're not going to have time to look it over before we send it to the animators. <laughs> yeah, 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 I got it. I got it. Because they're going to be animating it tonight. They, it's not going to take sailor. any time to do that. She's a sailor. She transforms. I've got it. Okay. I feel like someone just wanted to draw her as a cute sailor. Then by the time they finished it, they go, wait, we literally draw her as a cute sailor every day. <laughs> But they're just like, uh, use it anyways. Well, that is, I, I, I'm assuming you work in animation. <laughs> so I'm assuming that is how it works. It's 100% how it works. We just draw whatever we want and hope it goes in. No, then we look uh, forward to the, the Archer series where they actually dress up as Sailor Moon characters. It sounds like it's going to happen. Then. We will work on that Sailor Moon crossover. <laughs> oh, please, please do. <laughs> That, look, if, if if you can get Bob's Burgers, how hard could it be to get Sailor Moon? <laughs> wasn't wasn't John Benjamin Artemis in the uh, in the 90s stuff? I'm pretty sure. Oh my god. That would be better. <laughs> that would be way that better. Would, <laughs> that would literally be the best thing that has ever happened. Um, so, uh, worth cats... noting, the cats fuck up that monster. Oh, <laughs> yeah. They defeat they it. This attack. monster that they're saying we better run away from it, two cats take him down. Take her down. Yeah. They like jump on her head and like drop her in the ocean she gets she gets thrown over the rail it's awesome yeah they're they're badass they don't need scouts love love those cats (laughs) so then they all hop on a boat and they're uh, they're riding the boat there's some great there's some adorable animation here i love they don't own oh no they steal a boat you're absolutely right they steal somebody's private motorboat also also this is not a tall ship okay this is this is not a a ship it is a speedboat. It yes. is a fishing boat like you would, like, I could own this boat. Wow, there you are, make a lot of money. I, well, I mean, 
I could probably get a loan. Like, <laughs> this is like what smaller than Dexter's boat. Like, this is not that big of a boat. Yeah. yeah, it's also not the kind of boat you need to be a sailor to drive. Yes, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you do not need to be a, a uniformed seaman to to drive this kind of boat. It's just like a car. Yeah, <laughs> I love the animation of Luna and Artemis on the boat while they're speeding along because they are sitting like sideways to the direction the boat's going, and their ears are kind of gently waving in the wind. It's pretty great. <laughs> A lot of, lot of good cat stuff. <laughs> like Luna and Artemis. If you like Luna and Artemis, this is a great episode. Otherwise, eh, I don't know. <laughs> so the moth lady comes out of the, the water with her giant wing ears and flies herself after the boat. It, like, the boat was pointless. The boat completely failed at its goal of saving them. So, again, yeah. dumb. Again, flying over water is no more difficult than flying over land. It is... <laughs> Tell that to Marty's hoverboard. Yeah, I was going to say, it is not a hoverboard situation. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still hung up on this sailor transformation. It's not like, it's just a, like, I can, I, like, I have never driven a boat before. I don't even know if you call it driving a boat, but I feel like I could get it. Like, I feel like I would not need to change my community. That Again, that's why I, this episode works way better if it's Usagi being a dumbass and going, fine, good idea, I'll transform into a sailor and sail a boat. Rather than, and Luna had meant, no, I meant Sailor Moon, you idiot. So they, <laughs> they find a cruise ship that's docked in the harbor. Oh, it's, good, it's, this is so crazy! This episode <laughs> is so insane. Because they go to, like, yes, they find a cruise ship in the harbor and they go, well... What should we do? Go back to land? Go to another pier? How about we just sidle up to the side of a cruise ship and climb aboard? They're cool with that, right? Like, cruise ships are... Listen, anybody who drives up to a cruise ship gets a free cruise. That's the rule. Listen, th it's not like they've ever had any trouble with cruise ships. <laughs> oh, God! I wonder if it's the same one. It must be! Jedi one? It actually... Because no, that, that cruise ship ended up being a, a floating turd, yeah. But, yeah. but here's the thing. The reason I say it probably is, is because it's completely empty. Yeah, and they, they say it's abandoned. <laughs> they never explain this. Why is there a giant, huge, bigger than the Titanic, probably, cruise ship? No. The Titanic, most cruise ships now are actually bigger than the Titanic, aren't they? I'm pretty sure. Titanic is small compared to modern cruise ships. I don't know. <laughs> I just, that's a... Like, that's a a weird assumption for you to have made. Is, I, I'm pretty sure I'm the Titanic is not that big now compared to modern ships. Anyway, doesn't matter. Giant ship sitting in the harbor, not, again, not docked at a dock. It's anchored. It's anchored. Yes. In other words, it's out in the water, stopped in the water. We're going to just leave this fucking giant cruise ship here with no one on it. We'll be back. What's the worst that could happen? What? Maybe it's like that, uh, maybe it's like that, uh, that capsized ship in, uh, you only live twice that MI6 uses <laughs> where everything's all, all tilted like a episode of Batman. Oh God. It just makes no sense. Maybe someone just forgot to tie it off on that like dock. And it just kind of floated <laughs> <out there. laughs> That's the best explanation yet. It makes no so, sense. So they climb up the side of the, of the ship. Cause I guess there's a ladder like carved into the side of the boat. I don't know if that is a thing. It looks uh, real enough. But uh, 
because they are cats. <laughs> Luna and Artemis are incapable of using ladders. So Luna just rides on Yusagi's head on her sailor hat of the entire ship. <laughs> Where, where's Artemis? I probably rode up on Minako's head. I didn't notice. We don't. We just see uh, Minako kind of hopping over the uh, over the side. We actually see Usagi climbing up and complaining about it all the time. <laughs> so at this point, everybody's just kind of like, "Hey, Minako, what's going on? <laughs> like, you need to explain this to us because things are really weird. There is a butterfly monster trying to kill you, uh, and this one turned into a sailor. This one." Turned into an ensign, ensign moon over here, <laughs> bosun moon, and so Minako's like, "All right, flashback," and we cut to London, where Minako is walking down the street with uh, what's his name, Alan? Yeah, yeah Alan. sure, sure, why not? Yeah, his name is Alan, not in a translation because he's a British guy, not a Japanese guy. Yeah. And you know it's London because it's really foggy and you see Big Ben. Yeah, it's like somebody shot bubble spray around his... <laughs> <laughs> How do these monsters even operate in London under those conditions? <laughs> it's like they're constantly being attacked by Sailor Mercury. <laughs> and it doesn't stop them at all. <laughs> um, oh, they have this dumb moment. <laughs> they have this really dumb faux romance moment where... I think she's faking, right? She fake trips, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just making sure it's she, fake. Well, she's, well... They're walking know, she, along next to each other. He's got his hands in his pockets, and she trips such that her arm goes through <laughs> between his arm and his and his um body so that then she's clutching his arm in a romantic way. It does way. look premeditated. It, it, yeah. It, it, Minaka knows what she's doing. She did that shit on purpose. And then now, it's like, we have been, oh, we have been I, told I that she has the, the power of being uh, super athletic, too. Yes. So. so then she makes like, oh, I didn't mean to do that face. But then he's like, oh. And then they both smile. And it's like, oh, we're in love. So uh, we get to uh, the next scene, which is of uh, Katarina dressed as a in in half in a half policewoman uniform, half sexy policewoman uniform, <laughs> and then baby Amy is there. Yeah, and then uh, and then a child who looks exactly like Amy shows up, <laughs> like who has the same hair and slightly greener highlights than than Amy than Amy's blue highlights. It's bonkers. This and seems- I also like that there are no guns in this, so like. The I, oh, I guess he has a knife. I honestly missed that he had a knife and thought he just like picked up and hugged this child, and that's what, and that's what made everybody uh, stop. No, Which, no, admittedly weird. He has a knife to the child, and then he transforms into a monster with a knife hand, which is fine. But like, what? Where did that come from? You know, knives were uh, knives were the most preferred kind of cutlery in the Moon Kingdom. Oh, I never realized. So this is a trap. Yes, <laughs> like it. The 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 policewoman thinks she's just trace, chasing a guy with a knife, presumably. But it turns out she's chasing a monster, and for some reason, the monster chooses to reveal himself while he's holding this girl hostage. It's weird. I think you mean it's great. Oh right, <laughs> he the monster is holding a kni- his knife hand on the child, and all of a sudden he gets kicked in the fucking face. 
Because Minako, as Sailor V, jumps off a building and stomps on his face. And it's my favorite thing they do. It's a Sailor V kick. Kicks him to death. Yes, kicks him to death. Like, why is she fucking around with lasers? Is my question. <laughs> and they do that thing where they use the same shot and they just show it like three times mm-hmm. while they have the strobe light background <laughs> going on. They actually show it four times in this. And then she slowly floats to Earth holding the child. And yeah, the monster was kicked so hard it turns to dust. <laughs> oh, it's so great. It's so great. So uh, then she meets. Yeah, that that's how they met. She kicked a monster to death in front of this police officer, and they became close friends. <laughs> okay, yeah. And she, and she says that Katarina taught her English. So she is in England long enough to learn a language. They must just mean, like, tutored me in English. Because, like, it just this makes no sense. <laughs> this episode is bananas. And they have a picnic together. Yeah, it's a very romantic picnic. <laughs> they have a romantic picnic and she sleeps on her lap now this you know, is she's like friends do like a little sister she says like a little sister okay fine then they go to an amusement park and well oh you only go to amusement parks with people you're in love with jordan <sighs> right you only ever go on a ferris wheel with someone you are well let me tell you something percent in love with, she right? does go to an amusement park with someone she's in love with with alan but more important than alan is the sign behind alan <laughs> It says, the, I, I know, the one this is the world's greatest ride. <laughs> well, almost. <laughs> it certainly tries to say that. <laughs> it says, world's greatest ride. They, they, they didn't have space to make greatest ride two words, and they didn't have space for the E. So it says, oh no, it says, world greatest ride. <laughs> like, Eng- England's not real good with English. <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's true. Yeah. I gotta say. Why are they on this carousel when there is a sign directing them to the world's greatest ride? <laughs> they didn't understand it. They were like, what does that mean? I don't know. I want to go like I want to go to an amusement park that has that sign. And then I want to like I want to know what that sign was pointing to. <laughs> Do they have that at Disney? Jordan, you've been. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That sign's there. That sign okay. is taken directly from uh, it's right what outside the Haunted Mansion. Of course. The Haunted Mansion, not Star Tours. I love Star Tours. Haunted Mansion wins. <laughs> So, the Haunted Mansion really the world's greatest ride. It's my favorite ride of all time. So yes, I'm not okay, a thrill what, ride person myself. What is what is the Haunted Mansion ride? I actually do not know. Wait, you really don't know? No, I don't uh, know what the ride is. It's a is it's it, a it's like a little spook house ride. You it, you get in this um what they call it a doom buggy, but it's really just a little. It's kind of like a tilt a whirl thing, you know, because okay. curved back. The idea yeah. being, ideally, you can't really see what it's not, what you're not pointed at. You know what I mean? Because it kind of comes around yeah. your sides a little bit, uh, and then it brings. It, it's a constantly moving ride, so it's like you get on a little walk, a uh, uh, moving pathway to jump on. So it never, it, ideally, it never stops. It only stops if like they need to put on people in a wheelchair or something like that. And it just goes into the thing, and it's you're you're getting a tour of a haunted house that has uh, nine ninety nine ghosts or nine hundred ninety nine ghosts. I forget which. It's a big distinction. I think it's they have room for a hundred <laughs> ghosts. I think they have room for a hundred, and uh, you see cool ghost effects. And uh, listen, it's the same ghost effects for the most part. They've been, uh, updated a few of them. For the most part, they're the same effects since the '60s, but they're really well done. They're cool, and it's fun. And like, it's not actually scary. It's kind of like fun, goofy, skit scary. But it's a good time, and it has a good song, and I like it. It is a cute ride. I love that ride. 
you think that ride's better than the spider-man ride where you hang out with spider-man i love the spider-man ride as well but i like the haunted mansion more but spider-man ride's amazing it really is do you think i probably have to go with spider-man do you think that's a better ride than going to an amusement park and a princess comes up to you and she commands robot animals and then you go into a coma it's definitely better that, than the coma that's ride. a pretty good ride the coma ride is not ideal <laughs> Anyway, enough amusement park uh, for anyway, one Anyway, Katarina gets blown off. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, so w- then one day they go to a warehouse. Katarina doesn't get blown up. Yeah. No. Sailor well, She's standing v outside the door. Oh, oh yes, Katarina just... gets blown. Like Katarina is standing with her back to the door when there is an explosion and she gets thrown across when the street. When the building that Sailor V is in blows up. Sailor V gets blown up. Sa- Katarina gets knocked to the ground by an explosion. Listen, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, but Sailor V doesn't really get blown up because we but know that she doesn't get blown we up. We know that now, but Katarina apparently didn't because she honestly believes. Oh, and by the way, I also like that the way it blows up is a dude in a doorway casually throwing in a grenade. One grenade, by the <laughs> way. One grenade that blows up an entire warehouse. Yeah, look, I would not want to be anywhere near an exploding grenade. That is a fact. But I've learned that's the thing. I've actually learned that we are movies are like pretty much always wrong about grenades because like, yeah, this grenade brings down a warehouse. The, the, the deal with grenades is it, it, it's flying shrapnel that yes. will kill you. It's really yes. not that much of an explosion thing. Like it's not about it blows things up. It's that it throws metal into your body. Welcome back. Welcome back to people who have read Punisher Armory discuss Sailor Moon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying everybody does it wrong. Everybody uses it wrong. Um, yeah, there is like it is a massive explosion, and then uh, and, Manico, and they think who, she's dead. They, that's why she said you you died once. You should have stayed dead. Yes, because and also because Mina is an idiot. So here's what happens: <laughs> Mina escaped the explosion somehow. How? Uh, good question. She's got like three bruises. Yeah, she she limps her way into an alleyway. She's, she's a little sleepy. <laughs> she's dirty. She limps her way into an alleyway looks out the alleyway, sees Alan run up, and goes, oh, Alan. And then Alan grabs onto, finds Katarina, and Katarina's like, our friend Mina just died in an explosion. And then Alan hugs her, and Mina's like, oh, I get it. That's how it's gonna be. <laughs> then I'll just stay dead to you, you fucking fuckers. <laughs> That's not how it happens. But she goes, yeah, from that moment, I knew that, like, that they were in love or that they were meant to be or something like what what they're your friends they're upset that you're dead what the fuck are you talking about just go out there and go guys i'm all right and if you want to let them get together let them get together (laughs) she's a little melodramatic a little (laughs) who hasn't faked their death to get away from (laughs) i mean come on (laughs) i thought that playing dead would be best for their happiness so artemis goes oh you tried to forget the sad memories by devoting yourself to the fight against evil instead of going you're really weird mina (laughs) you're like really like we have we have had hints that you are a complete weirdo before but you are like next level at this point right and then thankfully usagi yells at her and tells her that was the wrong thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> because Bad it's call. crazy wrong. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, and so then Papillon shows up 
uh, with her her head wings. So Isagi transforms into Sailor Moon, and Pavion, who is dumb as a bag of hammers, goes, "What? The girl who I saw transform into a sailor earlier? You're also Sailor Moon." <laughs> You, the girl with the huge ponytails who clearly has magical transformation powers. Well, they weren't that huge when she was a sailor, so. Yeah, but, but look, <laughs> they were huge when she showed up. It's dumb. What do you want? <laughs> look, I'm sorry to say that is correct, but it is. Uh, and Sailor Moon's like, yeah, whatever, I don't care. Like, you can know who I am. <laughs> I'm going to kill you with a tiara. I am one million percent over this. <laughs> it is episode 42 of 46. I am done caring. So uh, Pavion and uh, Sailor Moon and uh, Sailor Venus fight. We get another, like, very unnecessary lingering panty shot. Yes. Now, like, like this is the thing. I understand that when when we're talking about them in their Sailor Scout uniforms, they're technically, they're probably not panties. That's probably like a jumpsuit that they're wearing under the skirt. So I, they might not think of it as pervy, I mean, but it still comes off as pervy. According to the transformation pervy. sequence, yes. Yeah, yeah. But it still just seems weird and pervy when you have Sailor Moon fall over, her skirt flip up, and her like white-clothed butt is sticking at you for like five seconds. And also, like, but, and it distracts from what's a really funny gag, which is that uh, the Papillon comes straight at him, and Minako dodges one way, and Yusagi dodges the other way. But Yusagi's standing right next to the bar, and so when she goes to dodge, she just face plants into the bar. <laughs> and it's, like, really funny, but instead, like, all we're, like, we're just getting, like, a lingering upskirt shot that really distracts from, from the gag. When they could have done that gag from any other angle, and it would have been fine. So that was pervy skirt gag number two. There's more to come. <laughs> <laughs> so we get some, some moon tiara magic, or moon tiara action, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And does it work? No, of course it doesn't work. It knocks off her necklace. What? Yeah, you know, <laughs> like it always does. What? <laughs> uh, so this is such a weird. This scene is weird to me because now you watch the dub, but to me it, this scene comes off so weird because of the amount of emotion that gets put into the the, the Sailor Venus like yelling at Sailor Moon because the necklace falls off. It opens, and inside the necklace is a picture of. Her and Katarina and Alan. And she's like, No! Save her! You have to save her! It's my fault she's a monster! And it's just like, Okay. <laughs> cool. We're gonna do that. And the best part is that you saw he's like, No, we're going to kill her. <laughs> he's like, No, she betrayed you and stole your boyfriend, so she's gonna die now. <laughs> I am gonna I'm gonna murder for you, baby. <laughs> she stole your boyfriend. You don't worry you don't worry your pretty bowed head. But about that's this. A, I don't get it, because a minute ago she was going, You don't that's fucked up that you didn't tell them you were alive, and now she's going, She stole your boyfriend. She didn't. She wasn't her boyfriend, and they thought she was dead. It's okay. <laughs> Make up your mind, Yusagi. And also also Yusagi is 100% willing to kill someone that she knows is a real person. Yes. Like, every other time when she's tried to use Moon Tiara magic, it's either been a monster, or she hasn't known... She doesn't know that it's actually a person that can be moon-healed to being back to normal. This time, they know full-on, hey, uh, Katarina is like a person. <laughs> she's a person that I knew. 
Uh, and he's like, he's like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill her. I'm gonna turn her to dust. Uh, She's moon dust. Um, so she heals. You're her. gonna get moon dusted, nega trash. <laughs> <laughs> so she heals her. She gets refreshed. She turns into Katarina. Venus hugs her, and they forgive each other. They cry. Which you know, Katarina's gonna do a lot more forgiving than uh, Minako does. <laughs> Hey, you pretended to be dead, and you were like a sister to me, and that's like really, like really hurtful. <laughs> then but, uh, everything's fine. Everything's fine. We cut to the end where all the other scouts are going. What's the matter with Mimiko? Why is she sad? And Yusagi's like, we just gotta let her. Just gotta let her feel what she feels. Um, and then we get to the final pervy skirt moment where she's standing out, looking out at the sea, and they're like. Let's animate the skirt so she flashes her butt cheeks. Let's do that. <laughs> Come on, guys. That'll be a good way to end the episode. <laughs> yeah, why not? Well, I mean, look, can you think of any reason to not do that? <laughs> is there is there even one reason um, to not do that right now? How old is she again? Oh, she's 14. 14, okay. That sounds fair. Okay, so but that's the only reason, right? <laughs> probably okay that is the end of the episode <laughs> i feel like we learned a lot uh jordan do we have the no we don't there is no sailor moon says because oh, this, i'm gonna be so upset when we're like when we're past what was dubbed i have an idea for and that we're not gonna have any sailor moon says i have an idea for that you, you're gonna cut some together i was <laughs> gonna say we Hawks? should make one we should make one <laughs> we should like track down the music and be like play it and actually try to say one shannon what did you learn from the show Whew, a lot of things <laughs> <laughs> by all means please tell us i guess just because you dress like a sailor on a regular basis doesn't mean you know how to drive a boat totally fair So sometimes you have to turn into a real sailor <laughs> i learned that it's hard work to hit every bathhouse in tokyo in one day but it can be done true it's very true <laughs> I'm keeping that in mind for if I ever go to Tokyo. <laughs> I learned that if you love someone and they love someone else, then you need to let it go. And the best way to do that is by faking your death and letting all your friends think you're you're dead while you go to Japan and yep. just live in Japan. Where you can hit every bathhouse. Where you can just take multiple hot baths <laughs> until you feel better. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, <laughs> what a weird episode. Now, again, I am not a huge fan of this one. It's like, like again, it. I feel like it's damaging to Minako as a character. Like, to ever be like, yeah, I think my death, whatever. Anyway, who wants ice cream? It it doesn't make her look good. It doesn't. It, 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 yeah. it makes her look like, at worst, a jerk, and at best, kind of a sap for falling no in love one... with this guy really quickly. And uh, yeah. No one comes off well in this episode. Isagi doesn't come off well. Minako doesn't come off well. Kunzai doesn't come off well because he knows who Sailor V is and, like, doesn't do anything. Uh, Luna and Artemis, again, they come off great. They kick some ass. Yes. The only the only people who, who come off well in this episode are people who are also capped. <laughs> uh, but, but, Shannon, you said that you you really like this episode i do i there are a lot of issues with this episode it's very very melodramatic and most of it is really silly and stupid 
but there's like tiny little gems in there of stuff that I do like because I do really like in the manga there's a lot more of a friendship between Usagi and Minako because again there's the whole thing where Earth and Venus are twins of each other so they have a lot in common and they get along really well and I just kind of liked this episode kind of showed where they're different in places that's sometimes good and sometimes not very good because yeah, Minako messed up a lot. She did not look good in this episode, but I did kind of like that she recognized her mistake and tried to fix it, where Usagi was kind of like, no, let's straight up murder this chick because <laughs> she kind of took a dude that you like, where Minako was like, no, no, I messed up. Please save her. I care a lot about her. But I just now realized it that I messed up. Yeah, I mean, on the one hand, I do kind of love that Usagi is that ride or die for her girls where it's like, Oh, she, she, she stole your man and broke your heart. Well, we're going to kill her, honey. You don't <laughs> worry about this. I'm going to murder her with a, with a tiara, but also maybe Usagi should not want to commit a murder. <laughs> yeah. I think if this had been handled with a bit more of a subtle hand, <laughs> like there's good stuff in this episode. It's just surrounded by a bunch of stupid and silly stuff. <laughs> It's interesting. I do, like, why do you think it was skipped? Like, why do you think that they didn't adapt it for the uh, American? Um, well, if you remember, they cut out the entire concept of her being Sailor V in the dub. So, do they? Oh, yeah. You, you, you physically see her as Sailor V in the episode where, you, where, she, where, you, where she comes back, but they never talk about it. But they, they talk about the Sailor V video they game. Talk they Sailor talk about Sailor V. They don't talk about her being Sailor V. Huh. <laughs> it's crazy it's super weird well i mean it's it's not though because the idea that there is the idea that there was a person who was exactly like usagi before usagi is a little confusing i mean it's a little confusing for us and we are old but and I familiar with weird superhero stories we're not tiny babies but you but you're I mean, you end I up mean, i kind of am a tiny baby. by taking that out you end up with this idea that Sailor Venus shows up, is already experienced, but you just don't ever get any information as to why or how. Yeah, I get. I mean, look, it's there's a it's a no win situation. No, <laughs> I, I think it just might have been honestly how melodramatic this show was because there was no way to really like play down the fact that Usagi was willing to murder, and there's no way to make Minako kind of look better. So I think just from the standpoint of just like. Oof, do we want to make this character look like she's crazy, or do we want to make this character look like she's gonna murder someone? <laughs> Let's just skip it. <laughs> I mean, I wonder like I wonder if it was that, because you know, they there have been episodes where they've done a lot of rewriting. Yeah, um, that's true. But I wonder if like maybe the like actually having someone pull out a grenade and blow up <laughs> one of the characters. I like, forgot about the grenade. Yeah, the grenade might have something to do with it. Yeah. Yeah, that might be it too. All around, I think they're probably just like, eh, we don't need this. It's not a bad episode to skip. It really isn't. Again, no. if, if they were saying we only have this, we only want this many episodes, it's a fine one to get rid of. It doesn't really affect much. Well, it's it's weird that and they it's do weird that they do forty instead of forty six, you know, or whatever it is that because they do most of them in in season one. Yeah, they just cut out. They cut out some. I mean. I, again, I, I'm sh I was shocked that they kept in the one from the the one from two episodes ago where they go to the hot springs. Yeah, 
which is is very easily skippable. Yeah. And honestly, like, I feel like they probably could have skipped last week's. They probably could have skipped the skiing episode. Well, you could, but I think, like, like skipping the one where they go to the monster house makes a lot of sense. Right, because it doesn't really contribute. Because it has nothing to do with anything. What else did they skip? They skipped um... the fortune teller one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're from right, the you're uh, right. yeah, the beginning when they went to the fortune teller, they took that one out. Yep, you're absolutely right. I don't know 100 percent why. I would. I mean, I I like to think that we in America are less tolerant of fortune tellers, but I don't know that that's true. I think there's. I They're think magic there's... moon people, Jordan. <laughs> I think they take out a lot of the episodes that, like, they can't hide how Japanese it is. Uh, that might be the case. A- anytime where, you know, they can't conceivably refer to it as crossroads. Oh, wow. They... Uh, it, it gets axed. I'm, I'm, I'm looking up what they've skipped. They skipped the fortune teller. They skipped the Chanella, which is the cute pet episode. That one's really surprising. That's very surprising. That Protect the melody of love, Yusagi plays Cupid. Oh, yeah, that was the, the jazz singer episode, the jazz player episode. Yeah, you came out of too so. bad because that was good. Um, the summer, the beach, youth, and ghost. Yeah, ghost. I'm sorry. Uh, they skipped that one. <laughs> and well, then I wonder sk- if it's because they had to have exactly forty. I mean, that wouldn't be surprising because that you know that's what they end up with, and they end up cutting the last two together to make to make one. But let's see, how many do they end? Well, they end. See, they end R with forty-two. Uh, who, who cares? They skipped it. I don't know why. <laughs> They actually, I'm just looked it up. They actually do skip one episode in R. Uh, which one? It's called, I have never, I don't know if I've seen it. It's called The Ocean, The Island, A Vacation, A Break for the Sailor Warriors. I probably have seen it. So anytime they go on vacation. Well, because those those ones are always really irrelevant. Like there's a main plot and then they go away and they meet something else or it's weird or, you know. And I think that's it. Except not including stars, obviously, which never has been translated yet. So if anyone is out there listening to this show and watching along with us for the first time, would you say, you know, you've already spent two hours with this episode. (laughs) You already spent an hour and a half with this episode. Should you spend another half hour watching it? Shannon skip or skip or keep. I'm not a fan. I'm I'm weird. I don't skip episodes regardless how useless they are. So I would say no, but that's just me. I, I like lists and order. So I don't skip. So I'm going to say yes, just out of default. I'll tell you, that scenario that you just outlined, Chris, that's even weirder to me than the people who who don't watch the show at all. Because I feel like if you're going to watch along with us, you watch it first and then you listen to our commentary, right? No, no, no. You want to you hear what we have to say so you can have those, those, those hot takes in mind. <laughs> See, I would think you watch it first and go, am I going to am I going to think of the same clever things that they do? Let's see. And then you go, yes, yes, I thought that too. Ah, like that. <laughs> you don't think that's weird? Nope. You think that's a weird approach to the that's show? That's totally normal. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that does it for this week's episode of Sailor Business. Uh, Shannon, thank you so much for joining us. It has been really, really fun to have you. No problem. Thanks for having me, guys. This has been a blast. Uh, Jordan's probably going to edit out that long pause, but I swear I was like, she's going to say cool again. <laughs> Just going, oh, cool. cool. Uh, I've learned from my mistakes now. <laughs> Shannon, where can everyone find you online? I'm going to be on Twitter at Shannon Maynard, and they'll also be on Tumblr at shannonmaynardart.tumblr.com. 
And of course, Archer is on television and on Netflix, so you can catch up with uh, what Shannon does at her day job. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Crackshot, except the O is a zero. It still sounds awkward. Good times. Also, Sailor Business is on Twitter at Sailor Business. That's pretty straightforward. That's right. And you can find me on Twitter and Tumblr at D-I-S-B. That's T-H-E-I-S-B. And uh, I post the screenshots for each episode uh, that I, I take while we're watching. And I usually put those up around the same time as Jordan puts up the episode. If you want to check out past episodes, uh, you can head over to SailorBusiness.com or catch them on iTunes. If you like the show and you know someone who likes Sailor Moon who hasn't listened to it yet, maybe tell them about it. Uh, maybe give us a, a review on iTunes. That would be nice. But again, you don't have to do that. We're going to be here every week regardless. <laughs> if you enjoy uh, Jordan and I in particular... Uh, X-Men 92 is out in stores now and available digitally. Uh, I co-wrote it with my writing partner, Chad Bowers. Scott Koblish did the art, and Jordan was the editor on that, who uh, assigned us to the project. And that is how we became close enough friends to watch Sailor Moon together every week. <laughs> wow, you just really wanted to avoid saying we were friends there. <laughs> no, we are friends! You were like, that's how we got to be close enough friends that we could watch Sailor Moon. I mean, look, look, we were acquaintances. I know, I know. I'm, I'm just before we started working on that comic. Absolutely, like, absolutely. We barely knew. Now, we're, now I would say we're friends. I would too. It's we're not like we're not like Yusagi and Minako, where we just immediately become best friends with the first person we meet. That's true. Five times a day. That is very true. <laughs> oh, right. I am. You I'm are very friendly. Oh, now it's not special. Yeah, well, you know, I'm still special. <laughs> anyway, uh, yes, we'll be back next week with uh, Usagi abandoned, the falling out of the Sailor Guardians. Ooh, that's that sounds dramatic. It does. Uh, as we head towards the end of Sailor Moon season one, we're almost through the first series. <laughs> I said season and series at the same time. That's how excited I am. Seasories. Until then, keep your mind on Sailor business. Sailor.